0: Side Hustle Show 152, Finding Your Slight Edge. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your nine to five may make you a living, but your five to nine makes you alive. And now, your host, Nick Loper. Happy New Year! Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show. If you're new to the program, it's all about ideas, action, and results on how to build job-free income streams into your life. It's primarily an interview show where I get to share the amazing stories from successful side hustle entrepreneurs and pull out as many tactical nuggets as I can, sometimes quite selfishly as I've applied many of the ideas from my guests uh, into my own business over the last couple years. But occasionally, I get behind the mic solo style, and that's what's going on in this special Friday, New Year's edition of the Side Hustle Show. So it's January 1st as this episode airs. If you're listening in the future, totally fine by me. Uh, I want you to know I'm not so big into resolutions, but I am more into doing the little things each day that move you closer to, to where you want to be. Call it the hustle habit, call it the compound effect, call it the slight edge. Just remember, you know, a year from now, you're going to wish you started today. Or if you've already begun, aren't you happy that you did? You're, you'll are you never meet an entrepreneur who says, man, I really wish I waited. I really wish I'd procrastinated another six months, waited for that perfect idea, waited until the timing was just right. It just, it just doesn't happen. So today I want to talk about a book I read recently called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And more importantly, how you can find your slight edge in 2016 and beyond. So here's the premise of the book get 1% better today. Get 1% better today. Get 1% better tomorrow. Make continuous improvement a habit. Get yourself on autopilot to do this relentless incrementalism. Bjork Ostrom from the Pinch of Yum blog, you mentioned, I call this 1% infinity. And I just try and get 1% better every day. Over the course of the year, not accounting for compound interest, because math people might get upset with me, you're going to be 365% better off if you improve 1% every day. And actually, this is a leap year, so 366% better. It's, It's a fantastic effect where it may not make a huge impact today, may not make a huge impact tomorrow, but over time it adds up to be a significant, significant gain. So my discussion is going to cover three areas on uh, on my notes and thoughts from the Slight Edge book. Number one is the science of success. Number two is the habits and actions that actually give you your slight edge, and my suggestions on how you can implement those in your life. And the last part of this episode will be a discussion on happiness, which is, um, I thought, a very interesting segment of this book and, um, and kind of what we're all after, right? So, let's dive in. The, the author gives a definition of success as the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. The progressive realization of a worthy ideal. I think that's a really important definition because he, he specifically calls out progress, not necessarily completion. It's uh, it's climbing the mountain, not necessarily reaching the top. And it's very similar to an essay I wrote a couple months ago called The Journey is the Destination. Every goal or summit or destination that you reach is greeted with the same question. Now what? The problem is the things that create success in the long run Don't necessarily look like they're having any impact at all in the short run. And this is a point that that this book makes. Like if you go to the gym today, you're not going to have a six pack tomorrow. And similarly, if you don't go to the gym today, you're probably not going to keel over and die from obesity tomorrow. But in this way, the slight edge works both positively and negatively. No one is born a hundred pounds overweight or no one is born a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Those results are the cumulative effect of probably years of negative habits and i think that's a good segue into um, section two of this uh, conversation about habits because if we can't see the results right away and the impact of not taking action is equal is equally invisible in the near term how do we know what to do and this is where i thought the, the book was a little bit weak because the author gives one framing question to ask yourself is this decision going to help me or hurt me? Is this decision going to help me or hurt me? And for for some of the, some questions, like you know, for some decisions, that's a that's an obvious answer. But for some of our business related stuff, that can be hard to know how to answer that. Especially on you know the side hustle related tasks. Like, oh, is this going to is this really going to get me more clients? Is this work ever really going to pay off? And the author explains that people fail at the slight edge for generally one of three reasons. Number one, hey, while these tasks or while these habits are easy to do, they're just as easy not to do. Number two, you don't see any results at first. And number three, these habits seem like they don't matter. And for me, um, one of the slight, I think I've talked about this before, it's like flossing, a really hard, slight edge habit for me to get into. So, you know, the first day, you it doesn't do that much, doesn't do much that much good positive or negative. If I skip it, I'm not going to die of gingivitis. If I do it, I'm not going to like get glowing remarks for the dentist. Like it's a very long-term thing, the cumulative effect of good oral hygiene. But I want to talk about a few slight edge habits in my business past and and hopefully my business future as well, and then get into some um, habits that the author suggests and some habits that I would suggest for side hustlers listening to this. So for me, in my painting business back in school, I think a slight edge habit for me was cold calling. Making a habit each and every week to go hit the pavement and try and find new leads, new customers, being being visible and talking to people. And even if that person wasn't interested in having their house painted, painted maybe they had a rental property across town, or maybe their neighbor who wasn't home needed my service but I, and I could leave a business card with them or something like that. It was it was easy to do and it was equally easy to skip it and say, well, that's not going to make a huge impact on my on my bottom line today if I if I don't go. In in the shoe business that I had, I think the slight edge was you know making the habit of updating that database daily. Stuff was constantly coming in and out of stock, and then more than that, keeping the ad um, ad inventory up to date as well like if i it's no sense in advertising shoes are out of stock right but each day you know, maybe there would be 14 or 15 ads that would go broken out of 4000 and it was a pain to run the report and you know fix those links but in and, and not doing it would make almost no impact but the if you let that slide you know if you if you let the negative habit of that slide for you know, weeks or or months at end, all of a sudden half of your inventory is pointing to broken links, and you're wasting a ton of money. So that was a slight edge habit for the shoe business last year, or actually uh, 2014. I made the slight edge habit of writing 500 words a day, and I didn't get to do it every day. But on average, I blew out uh, blew out of the water this 500 words a day goal. And the reason I named that as a goal was because I, I found that the content was really driving the business forward. Like putting out that written content either in blog post form, book form, guest post form, you know, really helped move the needle for me. So I made that a slight edge habit. Probably in this past year, you know, recording uh, recording and publishing the podcast each week, doing the show each week, and including lead magnets for most of the episodes was really the slight edge habit that helped uh, accelerate things for me in 2015. Now, one of the only concrete examples in, uh, in the book is the daily habit of reading 10 pages. Read 10 pages a day. If you keep that up for the year, you've added the the cumulative knowledge of a dozen books into your brain, which is more, sadly, than, than many adults will read in their lifetime. And it's all from 10 pages a day. It's easy to do. That's equally easy not to do. So beyond reading, what can you do? Here's, here's what I would say. For, uh, for side hustlers. I would say uh, exercise. There's a reason Richard Branson calls this his number one productivity hack. If you're subscribed to my newsletter, you um, have probably seen my write-up on uh, push-ups, like how I you know uh, tried to do push-ups every day, as many as I could do, and just tried to do one more than the previous day. And over the course of the month, I went from I think 27 at the beginning to 70 something at the end of 30 days, just by this this 1% improvement mentality, trying to do one more, trying to get a little bit stronger, a little bit better every day. And sadly, I have not done that habit in a while. I should probably get back into it. So exercise would be my one slight edge habit. I think that's a really important one to, to get into, even if it's going for a walk, make it a habit. Number two is uh, just writing. I'm not big into journaling, although that is apparently a very trendy thing right now, but effectively communicating ideas in writing is a critical skill. And I think it comes easier with practice, right? Um, if you don't like to write, this can totally be other forms of content as well, but creating a body of work has been a valuable habit for me and it's a cool creative outlet. Uh, number three would be, you know, pro to pro- proactively build and strengthen your network. And this one is probably the most fun, but maybe also the most challenging. So this could be things as simple as uh, sending an email to someone in your network or someone who you'd like to be in your network saying, hey, you were thinking of them, thanking them for something they put out, forwarding an article they might like, forwarding a press opportunity from help a reporter. This could be, you know, commenting on a post of theirs. This could be as simple as, you know, liking a post of theirs on Facebook or sharing it on social media, a friend of mine calls these warm fuzzies. And I love that term because they cost you nothing. But like, how, how do you feel when somebody likes your status update? Like when somebody likes my stuff, it feels great. I'm like, oh my gosh, somebody, somebody clicked the button on my thing. It's, it's totally free to do. It doesn't cost you anything. It's a very low overhead way to kind of strengthen that network in a very almost passive way. You can send a text message to somebody you haven't talked to in a while. You can write someone a LinkedIn recommendation. You can offer to help in in some way, like pass along an introduction to someone, you know, or share a cool uh, resource that you found. Um, speaking of one resource that I want to share with you guys that I've been using recently is a uh, actually a free virtual assistant app. It's called Go Butler. It's you you text in your requests and and they like <laughs> your, your virtual assistant. Someone at the other end of this text message uh, does your stuff for you. So I had them make a car appointment for my wife's you know oil change. I've had them you know answer basic questions instead of Googling stuff. Um, pretty cool service. And I think they're making money on affiliate commissions on the back end. I'm not really sure, like if you buy something. Um, but a very cool service. I'll link that up in the show notes at sidehustlenation.com slash slight edge. But no matter what, your side hustle is people are at the heart of it so making a habit of prioritizing this network building this network strengthening is a really easy slight edge activity that you can start today and i want to bring up the the side hustle physics of all of this or the you know the the nerdy physics of the all this like an object in motion stays in motion a side hustler in motion stays in motion so once you're started it's it's easier to It's easier to keep going than it is to like get that initial inertia off the ground to um, you know to start a habit now if you find that these habits aren't working because it's a little bit vague right remember the question was hey is this gonna is this habit gonna help me or hurt me or is this activity gonna help me or hurt me in the beginning it can be hard it can be hard to know right and so if you find that these habits aren't working if you're not seeing results after you know a month two months three months you know, you can correct course at any time. And the author gave the example of the Apollo moon mission being off course 97% of the time. And if I was an astronaut that would freak me out. But he made the point, hey, it was off course 97% of the time still hit the target. You can launch today and adjust course as you go. And perhaps that's the only way to do it because you never know what's going to happen. Tomorrow. Did you know that roughly half of side hustle nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes. T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple if you need to hire you need indeed the matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster And 93% of employers agree that indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites for my next hire. of this book I thought was really interesting in the final part of this discussion is uh it was a discussion on happiness and the the book shares a Freud quote he says hey there's only two ingredients to a happy life can you guess what they are I was it made a lot of sense once I read it but I never would have thought of it this way Freud's two ingredients to a happy life love and work do you agree with that I kind of do I think if you have uh uh, I, I do agree with that. If you have loving relationships and you get to spend your days working on stuff you care about, that sounds like a pretty good recipe for happiness to me. And one thing to keep in mind is happiness is a very vague concept. And for that reason, Tim Ferriss recommends substituting the word excitement. Like what makes you excited instead of what makes you happy? Maybe that's that can make it a little bit more concrete, a little bit more easy to easy to grasp. There's another quote in the book from uh, a guy called Albert Schweitzer. He says, success is not the key to happiness. Rather, happiness is the key to success. And I'm very, very guilty of this. Like we tend to put milestones on our happiness, right? Like if my side hustle makes enough to quit my job, then I'll be happy. If I get that new car or that new phone or that new house, then I'll be happy. If I have a million dollars in the bank, then I'll be happy. And what this quote kind of says is, hey, what, what if we're shooting for the wrong goals? Can we instead embrace the journey? Can we figure out how to be happy during the progressive realization of a worthy ideal? There's another segment of the book. This actually is borrowed from uh, Sean Acor, who wrote uh, the book called uh, The Happiness Advantage. He gives five happiness habits. And you'll see a lot, of, a couple of these parallel the uh, the slight edge habits I recommended um, a minute ago. So his, his five happiness habits are, number one, write down three new things you are grateful for each day. I'll link up in the show notes at SideHustleNation.com slash Slight Edge. I've kind of hacked together a combination of Google Forms and um, in a service called Nudge Mail, to send me a daily reminder to fill in my gratitude journal. So I fill in my gratitude journal, and the same email also asks, "Hey, what did you get done today?" And so that helps me feel productive. If I if I had a good day, I can you know write down all the stuff that I uh, that I knocked out that day. So, um, and but there are dozens of you know free gratitude journal apps as well. So I like that. His he says research uh, shows that this improves your. Your optimism and actually your success rates, you know, five, six months down the road. So, happiness habit number two is write down two minutes a day, one positive experience you've had over the last 24 hours. Um, This is something that I probably don't do or probably combine with the gratitude journal, but that was success or that was happiness habit number two. Number three was exercise for 10 minutes a day. Like, do you have 10 minutes a day? I think uh, I used to be, you know, the person who would go to the gym for an hour. And it would kind of derail a lot of my momentum for the day. Like I got to drive there, work out, drive back, uh, take a shower and then get going again. But everybody, you know, has 10 minutes a day. And I found even just doing like home-based bodyweight exercises, kettlebell exercises for 10 minutes, like I feel measurably better after that instead of just sitting around. So I really, I really like that habit. Habit number four in this happiness habit is meditation. Meditate for two minutes and just focus on your breath. I've used the uh, Headspace app for this, I've used the Calm app for this, or you just sit around and and close your eyes, focus on your breathing for a little bit. I'll admit, I do not have uh, the meditation habit. Very 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 well. Just I found, when I tried to do it in the morning, I found myself thinking like, "Gosh, I really should just get to work right now. This is this is not doing anything for me." So I don't know if there's something that comes with practice. Maybe it's a slight edge thing. I just need to stick with it. Where the um, <laughs> the immediate results you may not be able to see, but I'm um, curious to see. Are you guys are you guys meditators? I'm not too much into it, but I found that breathing exercise, you know, doing it at night for me helped kind of calm calm me down and help me fall asleep. So maybe. Maybe that's a little bit of a, a twist on it or a little bit of a hack on it. And happiness habit number five is to write uh, one quick email first thing in the morning thanking or praising uh, a friend, a member of your team, a family member, you know, someone in your network, because this has the effect of you know, increasing your feeling of social support. You're like you're starting your day from a positive place, and and acknowledging someone else's uh, place. Just imagine, like you know, that would f- make you feel really good to receive that email, right? But it's it's <laughs> almost in a sel- it's selfishly selfless in that you're going to feel better just from sending that. So those are five happiness habits from from Sean Achor, the Happiness Advantage book. And there are two other happiness habits in the slight edge that I want to share. Number one is the completion gap. And so, if you're sitting on your to-do list with you know um, a laundry list of different things like that, is stressful. That is mental clutter, and. If you can close the loop on this one thing, if you can cross it off your list, that's going to improve your your happiness. Say so that's one less thing to do. Think of it like the like the Dave Ramsey debt snowball, right? Like I'm going to pay off my lowest hanging fruit first and I'm going to cross it off and I'm going to feel like accomplished about that. Um, Same thing like, you know, the passive, I'll call it the passive income snowball or the side hustle snowball. If I can create a side hustle income to pay off my lowest monthly expense, hey, that's fantastic. I'm going to feel really good about that. That's a completion gap. Hey, I no longer have to worry about my cell phone bill, my car insurance, my car payment, my gas and heating bill, whatever it is. Happiness habit number two from the book I want to share is uh, catch yourself doing something good. The author makes makes the observation that, like, as kids, as children, we're told no five times more, of, more often than we're told yes. And so, like, he says the, the weight of the universe is very negative. And instead, so to, to combat that, we have to, you know, catch ourselves doing something good. Like, hey, I did my 10-minute exercise today. Hey, I wrote my one-minute praise email today. And you're acknowledging that hey, I'm I'm doing my slight edge habits like that make that can make you feel good. Just uh, just doing to so wrap things up. We talked about uh, success being the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. We talked about some of my slight edge habits. The question to ask yourself is: This decision going to help me or hurt me? And some uh, some suggested slight edge habits for side hustlers to to grow your business and uh, and also to improve your happiness. Finally we talked about that journey to happiness or excitement and uh, and what role the slight edge plays in that. So I want to ask you what's going to be your slight edge this year. Can you apply the ideas from this book, from this episode to make meaningful progress in your side hustle or your business this year? Let me know. Let me know in the comments of this episode at slight slightedge Like what are you what are you going to make progress on each day? I want to share uh, this final example from the book the author asks what's the difference between a tiny creek the tiny creek that runs through your backyard and the grand canyon the answer is time the only difference is time millions of years in this case but i want you to imagine a year from now or five or ten years from now where you could be if you start to apply these slight edge habits today. So I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're going to kick off 2016 in a bang. It's going to be an awesome year. Lots of exciting stuff coming, um, including a new addition to the family. A little baby hustler is due in, uh, in the Loper household later this month. So um, that's, uh, that's what's going on over here. Until next time, let's go out there, make something happen, and I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show. Hustle on. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.